Good morning, Pulse family. Good morning, Pulse family. I know it's such an awesome time for us to meet this afternoon or this morning. Uh, our season of grace and glory. So much word in the nation right now. And that means I don't really have much to say to you, really. It's obviously just to prep us for the word. To prepare us for the word. And I think it's my awesome pleasure to say that Pastor Toby will be on at 12 p.m. Yeah, he's going to be on at 12 p.m. So I have an easy job this morning. It's going to just do what charge, isn't it? <laughs> no, just to prepare us for the word. So many words. And you can see that the man of God, you can see from his countenance as he's delivering the word, it looks like he's holding back so much because of the intensity of word that's coming out. To be mature is to be basic. So when you're hearing simple words that are still slicing and cutting into your heart, you know that this is God's word. When I come to speak the word, let me tell you something how we're taught to speak the word. I'm speaking to myself first. I'm preaching to Onyi, speaking to that guy Onyi. I just need him to get this thing because I know how to allow your body to walk into the light of the word. You need to speak it out so that during the week, your body will be doing things that you don't understand, but it's words that you've spoken. So I preach to myself first, then to any other who manages to hear the word. He who has ears, let him hear. So don't message me, please, going forward. Please send the word out. Don't ever message me going forward saying, Sir, I do not care. In the days of Tall's Pulse, yeah, I used to look for you people. <laughs> now, oh, no way. No way. I'm not looking for no one. If I could hide the word and not share it, I would. Stephen, if I could receive <laughs> and not share, I would. I wish I could. So, please, if you miss out on a word, it's not. I don't hit, see your message and go, oh, my days, how? No, I just, whatever. Following and followership has been such an awesome uh, journey so far. And just even hearing about what everything PT has said about glory. And I think the Sunday service and what he was saying on the Sunday about how you can walk into glory by following. Uh, how the disciples walked into the glory by following, by being followers. And so I clocked that that's literally what I'm trying to do in my life is to be an exemplary follower. And I think in the nation family, it is the structure of the nation family that there is leadership, isn't it? I want to be an exemplary follower. So I look at my leader's life and I look at the focus and the attention he gives the word. And I too want to give the word that focus and attention. So I'm onto people like Charlie. When the word is going on, he's messaging his mates in Kent. So you know that the Kent man is still alive. The, his dad inside him is still alive. They're talking about fishing or something. I think at a stage he said it's William that he's speaking to. Do you know what makes my blood boil when I see people that disrespect the time of the word? I just hate you inside. I can't stand you. I'm speaking like this because there's no YouTube. Okay, so don't worry. So inside me, I just hate the person, but I can't express it to them. I'm just smiling like, please don't do that. Please don't do that. But inside, I want to grab you, crash your head through the window, then throw you out and then stamp on your head and keep stamping on your head 
and then kick you in the stomach and throw you over the fence and then throw you an oyster and say, go home. <laughs> That's how I feel inside, but I'm holding it in like, ah, this guy doesn't get the word. He's messaging his mate. How? How in the presence of word, you quickly do it and then you put your phone down. My own messaging is different from your own. I'm messaging Pastor Sam. I'm messaging Pastor Dan. You, you're messaging your, your body in Kent. I can't stand people who don't honor the word. It's, my, it's, the, it's the thing that scratches me. It's what separates me and my wife become different. In the time of word, she's not like my wife. It's my soul. Pay attention to the word. Where are you? She will tell you. I will say, hey, where are you now? Okay. You're coming down, right? You hear during the word someone is making ice cream in some houses. Ooh, or, or maybe the well, I hope not in the nation family. I hope uh, there's not pizza delivery going on during the word and people are dancing and just messaging, yes, sir. I maybe that's where they just say yes, sir, yes, sir. They don't even know what's going on, right? I'm playing, not in nation family. <sighs> okay, I got that out of the way. My style is to release then I can love fully. <laughs> so I'm not here to preach anything, just to prepare us for the word. I think when Pastor Toby comes on, my office will be open for those who are sitting on the side to be able to go into the office and tune in for the, from the telly there. And those of us here will be able to hear the word from here. In time to come, I'll be able to speak to you about what I received. Hopefully, if, if God gives me that chance about the glory, because we would have spoken about this glory but I know the man of God will touch all these things and how these apostles brought the world to its feet because they understood that resurrection power before the encounter of Peter and Jesus there was this man called a fisherman after this encounter of being a fisherman this man became a world changer so I wanted to know what took place in between to make Peter a world changer from being a fisherman? Resurrection power. I wanted to understand what allowed the apostles to topple and destroy temples that were risen up in this world. I was speaking to the guys about the media system and how from the time of the Romans and the Greeks, media has always been around. They had their, their poets of old. Homer and others, Aristotle and others, Socrates and others. These guys set up media system, educational system. And the way poetry was read in that time is there must be the success and then the tragedy. For those of you who teach English, they believe that a real poem don't end without tragedy. They believe that in their spirit that a, a real poem don't end until there's someone crying playing with the emotions of the crowd that's what they built their system on so when you're seeing the sun newspaper and the daily mail these guys exist to raise people after they've raised you the next thing in their heart is to crash them so that's why the man of god will be saying beware what brought you into prominence if it's not the re resurrection power, if it is not the light of the word, if it is articles upon articles, billboard upon billboard, then know that they have to complete the story that they started.
there must be tragedy to complete their thing. That's their system. How much more can we speak about the educational system? It's been designed for the students to challenge their teacher. Because you see, Aristotle can't prove that he's a teacher until he challenges Socrates' theory. So they've been raised and time after time, every student's job is to become the master. So they even have a phrase when the student became the teacher or something like that or when the student beat the teacher. It's in their system. So those who go into education, look what you're fighting. You're fighting people who are raised to reject. They're raised to reject every new theory that's thrown at them. The teacher is raising someone who will later on challenge him. So if you're going to come to them with words, you can't come to them with pretty words. You have to come with them with resurrection power. It has to be something. That's why Paul started saying that I did not preach this thing with empty words, but with power. It has to be that way. So you see now that glory is a huge matter. Glory is a huge matter because actually glory is God saying now I can send these ones out to face the world. My glory is upon them. Oh God, I can't go into no scripture. But I need to send these ones out if they're ready. If they're ready, if they've been groomed in the word, under the teaching of the word, become disciples, disciplined to that word then they can challenge the world's systems. You know, as a follower, I'm watching my leader's meticulousness and I too want to absorb that meticulousness. So when you're seeing your leader teaching and preaching, guess what guys? Practice, practice anything that you spend much time on. I'm a preacher so it would be foolish if I don't practice preaching. Whatever you are, you must spend time. You must learn how to rehearse. The word rehearsing says, the definition of rehearsing says that it's, it's practice until a public moment. So I'm watching my leaders speak in these times and I just know my own role is just to follow by rehearsal. There's so many little keys of followership that we just need to absorb to prepare ourselves for the God's time of glory. Can I just give one scripture real quickly? And I've been obsessing over this because we then went to 1 Corinthians, didn't we? Last, last leadership class. And it's, he said, Paul said, how foolish is it that you don't understand the resurrection of the dead, the raising the dead. How foolish. What is that scripture, Pastor Sanjay? Quickly. I think it's 1 Corinthians. Is it 15? Go to 1 Corinthians 15 for me. 15 minutes. Quickly now, verse 35. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? What's the version that says, how foolish? I need that, that, that verse. You know who I'm obsessed about in these times, guys? I'm obsessed on Peter. This guy is crazy. I'm obsessed on Peter. I was obsessed on Paul. I'm still carrying the Paul obsession. 
and now I've moved into the Peter obsession. You see, the Peter obsession is they said about Peter that when this man started to lead, when his masters died and risen, when Peter finally woke up, the glory of God finally hit Peter and Peter started to lead. It said that there was no lack among the apostles in the time of Peter. So I want, I started getting curious to know what did Peter find out in the word to make sure abundance was amongst the way. Go on. But someone may ask, <laughs> how will the dead be raised? What kind of bodies will they have? What a foolish question. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Does it hit you the same way it hits me? Go on, say it again, please. But someone may ask. But someone may ask. How will the dead be raised? How will the dead be raised? What kind of bodies will they have? What kind of bodies will they have? What a foolish question. What a, Paul said, what a foolish question. How can you ask what those who died will look like when they're raised? Because he then goes back to the master to find out how the master lived. Because he too died. So then I started obsessing on something. We'll go to John real quickly. John 2. I'm just going to try and give a small word charge moment and then PT come in kind of thing. John chapter 2, 13 to 21. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, yeah. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Yes. In the temple courts, he had found people selling cattle, yeah. sheep and doves, uh -huh. and others sitting at the tables exchanging money. Oh, yes. So he made a whip out of cords. Look at Jesus here. Jesus made a whip out of cords. <laughs> Go on. And drove all from the temple drove courts. Drove them all from the temple walls. Both sheep and cattle. Yes. He scattered the corn, the coins look of at the, the money Look changers, at his anger and frustration here. And overturned their tables. Overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, uh -huh. Get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remembered that it is written, Zeal for your house will consume me. Uh -huh. The Jews then responded to him, yes. What sign can you show us to prove your authority to all? To do all this, Jesus answered them, "Destroy this temple. Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days." So, in my recollection of study, Paul was saying, "How could you be so baffled in the resurrection? Because when they're raised, we don't know what body they come in, but we know they die as human." But when they're raised, we don't know how they come. So Christ started to expose it. He said, actually, after three days, I'll come back. But I'm going to come back as a temple. That the resurrection power, actually, this is what the resurrection power does. It buries you to raise you as a temple. So until you take the journey to understanding the power of the church, you won't understand the reason why God is begging for you to die. There is a mystery. The mystery of godliness is that actually Christ himself cannot display himself as God. That body has limitation. It can't carry the full power of the glory of God. The glory of God can only be housed 
in a temple from the beginning of time God's own work was to look for temple builders he tried with Adam Adam failed looking for a resting place Psalm 132 he said God remember David and all your his self-denial that he's looking for a resting place for the Lord you see that glory this body can't handle the temperature of that glory it's too much so oh God <laughs> so it has to be hidden inside a temple until God has started building the temple in you through you there's no way glory can be manifest go to Matthew 16 Read from verse 13 to 19. When Jesus came to the region of Cicero, yeah. Philippi. Go to 14. They replied. So this is Jesus asking them, who do men say I am? Go on. Some say John the Baptist. Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Yeah. And still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. So Jesus was now asking them this question because I'm trying, I was just trying to get to how then does this temple start being built? How does this resurrection take place? Go on. But what about you? Mm. Ask. Yeah. What do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah. Yes. The son of the living God. Yes. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. But this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood. It was not revealed to you by flesh and blood. But by my Father in heaven. Yes. And I tell you that you are Peter. Yes. And on this rock I will build my church. And on this rock I will build my church. Go and on. And the gates of Hades Look at will all not the characteristics of the church so that we can start building this church. Go on. And the gates of Hades said, the will gates not of overcome Hades it. cannot overcome this church. I will give you the keys so of the kingdom now of heaven. Peter is now going to be the first man after Christ to be resurrected from the dead. Peter will be the first person after Christ to rise from the grave. But Christ said that your resurrection depends on if my father has revealed me to you. If my father has revealed me to you, then you become a rock. Why? Because the foundation of the temple must be built on rock must be built on a cornerstone. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you this afternoon? It's that revelation that merited Peter. Until Peter has understood who he is, Peter doesn't merit to rise. So the hearing of the word in this season is a preparing you to know something. So that's why Peter is speaking about the light of the word. Oh my days. That this light will flood your heart because this light flooding your heart depends on glory. You don't get it if you don't understand him. If you don't come to the knowing of him, glory cannot take place in your life because his only work is to manifest himself through Arthur. But the body called Arthur cannot handle the temperature of glory. Only the temple can handle the temperature of glory. So unless he knows him, God can't start building on him. So it is by revelation power. 
Peter became obsessed by this revelation power. I have five minutes and then we begin to get ourselves ready for Pastor Toby to come on. Go to 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 1 to 2. You will now see that after Peter has clocked that that moment where he said you are the Christ, the Son of God, his life changed from there. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Peter Christ. Peter starts to write his letter to the apostles. To God's elect. Exiles. He said to God's elect exiles scattered throughout the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Oh my days. This thing called Christianity, it's a secret order. It's a secret society. We used to call ourselves followers of the way. So Peter starts to speak to them saying, he's speaking to those who've, who've managed to rise in glory now. He said, to those who have been elected, go on. Who have been chosen according to who the full knowledge. Who have been chosen. How are you chosen? <laughs> the word is so sweet, you know. I'm just preparing you for the word. He said that who have been chosen according to what? The foreknowledge of God, the oh Father. Oh my days. He's, you've been chosen according to your foreknowledge. Of what? Of the Father. Of the Father. Remember what Jesus told him that time. He said, a flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, Peter. It must have been who? My Father. <laughs> Go on. Through the sanctifying work of the Spirit. Through the sanctifying work of the Spirit. To be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled with his blood. Ah, these words are so strong. <laughs> so, Peter is speaking to the rest of them, elected. Guys, you're all called to be world leaders, but it's dependent on knowing Him. If that revelation of Him can be made known to you, like it was known to Him, made known to Peter, then you are considered a rock. You're considered a stone. And what God does to raise glory in the world of football is a stone must come first to represent the temple there. So if Laddie can present himself and put his focus to the knowing of him, the revelation of Christ made known to Laddie by the Father allows God to say, now I can raise my church in this space. You know, a temple is a place where people gather. You know you're looking for the world to come to you, the nations to come to you until a temple is being raised. A temple has to be raised, but it's raised on the knowing of him. Quickly go to um, 1 Peter chapter 2, 4 to 10, and then we get ready for Pastor Toby to come on. I'll not Once touch you nothing. are not a people. Ah, go on. But now you it's, are the people of God. Said, Once you are not a people. Now Peter is speaking about those ones within this way that have understood God understood Christ these were the ones that they said they turned the world upside down go on once you had not received mercy but now once you had not received grace because if I was allowed to speak this to you I would have shown you that grace comes first before glory go on but <laughs> now you have received mercy ah now you've received some grace dear friends Dear friends, I urge you, I urge you, as foreigners and exiles, you, what he urges them on now, go on, 
quickly. Abstain from sinful desires. Go on, go which on. Which wage war against your soul. Uh-huh. Live such good lives among the pagans yeah. that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see see your good deeds and glorify God on the day He visits us. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. Is this, is this chapter 2 verse 4? Where, where are you on now? Huh? 15. Where is that speaking about stones? You are chosen. Go on. As you come to him, uh-huh. the living stone rejected by humans, but chosen by God. <laughs> yeah, go on. And precious to him. As you come to him, read that again for me, please. As you quickly. come to him. As you come to him. The living so stone. The matter of glory is simple. You must come as a stone in order for them to build on you. Go on. The living stone rejected by humans. You were rejected by humans. But chosen by God. And Aye. precious to him. Hey. You also. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking to myself here. You were rejected by the world. Because what the world doesn't think will take the world is a rock. The world doesn't think it's, a, it's by a stone that the unbelievers will crumble and fall. But he says that it's by this stone. Go on. It's by this stone. As you come to him, living, the living stone rejected you, by humans. You human. come to him. Peter's speaking to them saying you come to him as living stones. Rejected by humans, but chosen by God and My precious God. to Him. Yes. You also, like living stones, yes. are being built into a spiritual house <laughs> to be a holy priesthood. Praise offering God. Spiritual sacrifice. Are you ready for the word this afternoon? Are you ready for the word this afternoon? Read that bit again. As you come to Him, the living stone rejected by humans, yeah. but chosen by God and precious to Him. But chosen by God and precious to Him. Uh -huh. You also, like living stones, are yes. being built into a spiritual house. You also, house. like living stones, are being built as what? As spiritual houses. To be a holy priesthood. Oh God. Offering spiritual you know, sacrifice. Let me end by saying that it then God started speaking about His house. He said, "I am from the house of Jacob." Jacob, the most sinful, unbelieving man in the whole of scripture um, history. God says, that's my house. Because God can only build on a house of grace. The gathering of grace allows God's glory to come out. The gathering of weakness. <laughs> so in, in God's heart, Jacob is spotless and clean. But he proves himself to be the perfect person to build his temple he's a rejected person but a chosen stone you know the nations are going to flock to us guys the nations will flock to Oni why? this is a weak man that somehow we can see glory emanating from him how? in his weakness because you see the nation has the nations have fallen also they've fallen short of God's glory all men in their sinful state so they're looking for a place to gather beware because if you don't seek that grace there's no need for God to pour his glory on you and there's no way the nations will be able to identify that they can gather to God in that presence with you 
I can't say anymore because of the time. I wish I had time to speak to you about this thing clearly. I could only say a little bit because and my heart is so burdened for the word, honestly. Because time and time again, I keep on seeing how simple it's going to be for us to take the nations. It's just, it just took Peter an understanding of him. Just that one moment of understanding, Stephen. Authorized Peter to rise from the dead. It gave Peter grace in God's presence. Just that moment of revelation. So when Peter is saying, pray for the light to flood into your hearts. It looks like silly prayer, isn't it, PB? It looked like simple prayer, silly prayer. Maybe some people didn't take it serious. But your life depends on it. If he cannot use you to build his resting place, what use will you be? Glory cannot dwell in this body. Look at this body. Glory can't dwell in this body. After three days, I will raise a temple and you will see God's glory. That's what Jesus said. Are you ready for the word, guys?